Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I do product design at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I head up branding at Ballard. And we're your hosts. Today, we are so excited to have Alexa Hampton on the podcast. She is a renowned interior designer. She has two books, Decorating in Detail and Alexa Hampton, The Language of Interior Design. Your work has been in every shelter magazine, basically. Um, you're on the AD100 list, and you've, we've, we've seen her on television. Mm-hmm. And your firm, Mark Hampton LLC, was opened in 1976 by your dad, Mark Hampton, another legendary designer. You're famous. <laughs> you've done it all. Television, books. Shameless. Uh, shameless self-promotion. Right? That's all this is, actually. Yeah, totally. Yeah, give us our $5 yeah, and get just, out of here. Get me a gig. <laughs> Welcome. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. We're excited to have you. You're yeah. a highlight of our day. I'm You're sad. like I know it's downhill from here. We're hoping to get cocktails later. Get you tickets to at least like a movie theater or something tonight. No, they're flying back. It's all awful. <laughs> this is it. Heading back home. Okay. Well, my my first question is, like we just said, we went through all your your long list of accolades and everything. What has been the biggest challenge? Because you've done like you have product collections, you've done design work, big and small. I mean. We just watched a video of on Quintessence of your apartment, apartment, which mm-hmm. is a small Atlanta, space, York, but then you've also done huge estates as well. So what is the hardest part? Oh, waking up in the morning early is probably mm-hmm. the hardest thing. But okay. I like juggling around the different things because, you know, that, that maxim, um, like the, no, it's not even a maxim. Maybe it's just something I say. <laughs> the more you, the more you have to do, the more you get done. And I feel like if I don't um, have a lot to do, I will sink into total um, torpor. <laughs> so yeah. it keeps me honest. And I also feel like, and it, it's especially true in this day and age, that for all of us in design, we do have to hit these different notes. We, we we're hustling. Mm-hmm. So hustle, hustle. But it's good when you're when you're burnt out one day about one aspect of your job. It's nice to have something that you can focus on that's fun, but that is definitely productive. You know, uh, this girl just can't. I can't watch Bravo all the time. Well, I mean, you can watch Bravo and work. Well, and I do feel that Bravo mm-hmm. is not going to watch itself. So no. I am trying to help. It needs a fan base. But, <laughs> and I am that base. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes, you know, it's, everything has its moment. Mm-hmm. That I would have so not. I love that though. Like, and I would have never thought of it about it that way. Like, just switch stay busy. gears to stay productive and yeah, stay excited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I think of it that way. Why do you think I'm sitting here in New York doing a podcast? This isn't instead of designing. This is not my job. I mean, sometimes I have to to do colored rendering. Not not even renderings, like a colored elevation for a client, and I will pull out the colored pencils and be coloring for hours. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I'm 47 and I just spent two hours coloring. But mm-hmm. it's it's good. Oh, it's so good. It's good. Yeah. It's a good thing and to do. And you can draw. 
Yes, but yeah. this really so is a drawing. This is coloring. Yeah. <laughs> I need a shade in the back of this chair. Yeah. It needs to be in full color. Exactly. Shades wrong. Need to go over it again. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But I was noticing in your book, one of the things you do is you take a photograph of a room and then you'll draw right onto the photograph what you think should go in the room. Yeah. To help kind of get the plan. I think that's the coolest low tech thing for decorators or homeowners who can draw to do. Because you just just take a pic of the area in question. Empty. Um, Well, sort of empty. You need to keep something in the room to give you a sense of scale. Uh, Mm Ah. So. Like a um, quarter? No. Like a pint, no, like uh, maybe a chair or even a bucket or sometimes it's lumber, whatever's in the room. <laughs> but if it's completely empty, then you're you're going to have a hard time drawing to scale. So you take that picture, you print it out on your printer, and then you sketch over it because when you're looking at the photo, you see so much more about the conditions in the room. So if you're looking at a furniture plan and you're drawing a sofa and some chairs, you, you're not reminded of the fact that there's a soffit in the room or that the return air vent is going to be blocked if you put your curtains where you where you've intended mm-hmm. um so it, it's it's really helpful um to the person conceiving of what's going to happen as well as as a tool to show others very practical that is Except so I smart about the air vent like yeah you would never see that yeah you won't see in, it in your floor yeah. that's what i mean it's like a low-tech yeah. eureka moment <laughs> like yay did is that something that you sort of started doing on your own or did you see someone else doing that and I know I think I started doing it on my own though you know I've never heard anyone talk about it me either and well let's hope that it's an original thought because there's sometimes (laughs) when you're designing something and you're like I am a genius this is so original and then you pick up a a magazine you're like it's totally on that page like your tv I must have seen it yeah Yeah, yeah, I must have seen it I'm totally derivative I need to be stopped (laughs) (laughs) never just never never. definitely haven't so I, I don't think I saw anyone do that but it's it's really helpful well maybe it's something that you like absorb subconsciously yes, you know that's, that's and, what I say about yeah. my my derivative stuff right. I'm like oops well, I think it's the path of least resistance like for me too it's just, it, the same thing if someone shows me something and I'm like well let me you know it, it's whatever makes getting your idea communicated quickest yeah. and easiest so I'm sure you were so like so let yeah. me draw it out and, for you yeah. and mm-hmm. if you're if you don't do CAD or if you're not a great artist you could be cowed into not doing anything. So at least yeah. it, it's a way to, as you said, do something real quick and and get a sense of it. Mm-hmm. Now, did you always draw growing up? Was that something that you enjoyed? I did, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like that is something that would be intimidating about becoming a designer if you can't draw. Like, oh, how do I don't you? Know. Well, I think a lot of designers don't draw, or yeah. decorators. I use both. Inter- Though my father once gave me an explanation of which was which. But um, and I, what, what I is it? I, I'm not going to tell. <gasps> no, I mean, what? He said he he said about himself, and he always said decorator because he he felt it was um you know he didn't want to seem as though he was putting on airs. Um, and I was like, oh, that no, you're on the wrong career. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he said a decorator is you know it's the fabrics, it's curtains, it's recovering upholstery, it's buying furniture. Where design is, um, you move a window or you move a wall, mm. you add an addition, a little more structural. Mm. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. And, and yet, I don't know if that was an arbitrary designation or not. As I said, he always went by decorator, but to to me that's how he justified the difference. Yeah. Well, I I feel like I I just blanket say designer and I probably shouldn't, but only because sometimes I don't think there's a should or shouldn't. Okay. 
Yeah. I think you're okay, man. Okay, I heard, <laughs> you're not offending said masses. It was like educated versus non-educated. Oh, well, that's like rude. A so if you say you're a decorator, it's assumed that you're uneducated. That's not nice. I, that's what someone's. I heard. I I did not. It's your yeah. fault, Taryn. Was it like a mean older sibling? <laughs> <laughs> you're just a decorator, <laughs> probably. And now that you said that, that might be the case. No, I don't remember who said that, but I was like, is that true? I don't know. Uh-huh. Formally educated versus street street cred. I mean, yeah. What yeah. does that mean? Like, yeah. I came off the wild streets of Detroit, and I was a decorator. That's right. <laughs> like, and I love chintz. Well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> My natural drawn to chintz means I'm a decorator. Uh-huh. I don't. Only I don't know what to call it. <laughs> <laughs> that flower business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. So, uh, all right, I want to talk about. Um, you want to get this serious again, Karen? No, not really. <laughs> You're trying to wrangle. It's usually <laughs> Caroline. Let's get back on it topic. Is, no, no, let's get off topic. It's sometimes worth fun. Well, I, I, okay, your style is, and you touched on it in your quintessence video. It's real traditional, I would say, right? And you said, uh, no? My style. How would you describe I, it? I mean, I'm certainly not, <laughs> not modern or contemporary, but um, do you mean my style that I want to live in? Yes. Okay. Then yes, I'll stop nitpicking. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm, not I'm what you do for all your clients. Neoclassicist. But yeah, I follow my clients when I have done a modern apartment or two or three for clients um, because, you know, it's just about doing what the client wants and doing the best version of the client's taste. Mm-hmm. But yes, I love neoclassicism. Yeah. And the layers and the details and the collections and all of that. I have someone who I interviewed with who I hope to work for. Who said? Who described that look as stuffed? Which I thought was so great. He was a, a, an Englishman too, so it was a perfect to hear him say it. He's like, "I like a room that's stuffed." <laughs> I love that's that. Fantastic. You're like, I do too. Yeah, totally. I also like a burrito that's stuffed. Maybe that's the correlation. I'm in. The better. That is true, though. I, but I, I love a good layered. Give me more room. Yeah. I, I like think more, people don't realize more. how much th- how much they can put in a room. You know, they're like, I've mm-hmm. got a sofa and two chairs and side tables and I'm done. I'm like, no, 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 no. Keep putting some things in right. there. More, well, more, even, more. even if you stay with the sofa and side table and chairs and you layer your artwork or you've got a throw on the sofa or you, you have a, a really personal collection of objects. Um, but it, it can't just be, I mean, stuff is funny, but it can't just be layered for the sake of layering. It has right. to be meaningful. Well, then it's a hoarder. Right. Exactly. right. So, okay. The other thing I wanted to ask you about was you redid your bedroom after you had been in it just a few months. Yeah. So you did your bedroom. Total rookie mistake. And you were like, ah, this isn't right. Why was and that a rookie mistake? redid your bedroom. Because better. Okay. You have to tell to, the story wait. then. Well, yeah. no, I mean, if, if just getting something wrong, you know, I'm supposed to be a professional and you're supposed to get it right. But this is my point is like occasionally it goes wrong oh for sure um hopefully uh, hopefully it's for myself and not for you know (laughs) if something goes wrong you really want it to be in your own house and not for someone you're working for Mm -hmm. but um i so we have combined three apartments and in the last iteration like before we had just been adding on and adding bedrooms and then in the last version it required a whole rethinking of the space is this because you kept having kids or what Maybe. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so, checking. Yes. So um, in the last version, we our bedroom used to be in what is now the dining room. So our bedroom had to move 
our dressing room had to move, the living room moved, and then the old living room was the family room. So, you, you know, like that. So, um, so I wanted to be mindful of expenses and I loved my bedroom as it was. And I thought, okay, I'll recreate it in this new bedroom. But this new bedroom was very much not the old bedroom. It didn't have built-in bookcases. It didn't have 11 foot ceilings. It didn't have a fireplace. So all this, these other elements that were making my otherwise white bedroom interesting were missing. So once they transferred to this new room, you know, it looked perfectly nice, but it didn't feel like the master bedroom. It just felt like another nice bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, I just can't live with this. I'm a decorator. I'm not going to be the cobbler with no shoes for my children. Right. I want, I want to, you know, walk into this room and be excited. So everything about five months into it, everything had to be you know, structurally remained the same, same kind of canopy bed, you know, same layout. It's a small square room, but it, it just completely changed color wise. It went like dark purple, like an aubergine. Yeah, or dark something. purple bedroom. Yeah. My father is spinning in his grave. Yeah. Why? Oh yeah, dark purple bedroom. That's like Bordelloville. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he he would vomit. Except I think it looks really beautiful. So I think he'd be like, okay, it's disgusting in theory, but well done, you. <laughs> <laughs> Only a half roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I do feel like that's a good lesson for people because. That anyone can can get it wrong. Well, and go well, ahead and make the change. Well, Sorry. what I was going to say is that it... No, Caroline, no, no, we're going to talk over you. That's <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say, no. Karen. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> but both accurate. But what I was going to say is, like, I think that a lot of people who are maybe doing their own homes and aren't hiring a designer, but are looking for inspiration in magazines, Pinterest, in our catalog, whatever, they find a room they love and they're like, okay, this has blue walls, I'm gonna do blue walls. This has blue X, Y, Z, and I'm just gonna copy it. But that room may not get the same light. It may have a different, you know, you can't just yeah, though, do one-to-one. Don't, one. don't diss that either, okay, Caroline? Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're not a decorator and you're looking at those magazines, that is where you're getting inspiration. Right. You need somewhere to start. I yes, certainly wouldn't yeah. say to somebody, even another decorator, like, go ahead and make your room dark, crazy purple. Um, my appetite was there for it. Right. But I, I totally salute those people who are looking at magazines and can identify what they like and then do it well yeah no so i'm gonna I, disagree with you caroline ooh, that's hey. hard no. all right <laughs> you don't know <laughs> but no of course yes you you can never replicate something unless right. it's precisely the same that wasn't my only yeah you, now that i've beaten you down yeah. i agree with you yes don't speak well my point was it's hard to admit you know what I made a mistake. And to convince mm, yes. one spouse, like, you know what? We've got to start over. Well, first of all, I have no interest in what my spouse thinks of mm, our, our... There you go. I mean, he, he doesn't get a vote. Screw himself. That is... <laughs> when, he, when he tries to have an opinion, I'm like, uh-uh. Uh, where have I seen your work? <laughs> <laughs> the sad that, part, she can say that. The rest of us are like, well... I just no, have I, good ideas. No, he, obviously, <laughs> my, ideas my husband has a really good sense of humor. Um, and he puts up with my shenanigans. But um, Where have I seen your work? <laughs> That's the best line but ever. We've been we've been living together since I was twenty four. So we so ten years. we now have yeah, just minutes ago. So we now have, have essentially the same taste. Or he's been beaten down into liking mm -hmm. what I like. Yeah. Yeah. And all right, so you just got back from an amazing trip. I did. Tell us all about it. 
Well, I came back from two amazing trips, mm-hmm. which is proof positive that I do not know how to manage my calendar. Um, I, oh, it wasn't just one long trip. You went, came back and went oh, again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, mean, I do have three children who like to see their mother oh, occasionally. You didn't I mean, take them with don't. you? No, I Good. believe in educating them and allowing them to attend school. You're homeschooling <laughs> them in the back of a trailer? Yeah, this is chance. This is chance. This is velvet. <laughs> <laughs> No, no double welts. No double welts. No double welts. Um, No, I went first to Vietnam because I have a new furniture line coming out. So Mm -hmm. I had to go look at the prototypes, which was endlessly thrilling. Never been to Vietnam. Delicious Um, food. Delicious food. The it was just fabulous. The people were amazing. It was hustle bustle. I was in Saigon. I hear Hanoi is gorgeous. I have not seen Hanoi, Mm -hmm. but there's just a great sensibility and then i came home and by the way that was for the company's theodore alexander and and just seeing seeing the wood finishes and being educated by them i just said educated weird i said educated educated, educated. <laughs> it's because you just got back from a tra- 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 <laughs> like, so your speech is so affected so i was so educated <laughs> by um by them about different finishes <laughs> and wood species that i was very excited so Wait, are you is this an indoor line or an outdoor line indoor Outdoor's coming, but okay. indoor, indoor first. Because um, we do a good bit of our outdoor. In Vietnam, you made mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's great um, factories in the trade zone and great craftsmanship. So then I came home on a Saturday and Saturday night. And then on Tuesday, my husband and I went to Ireland with a group from the Institute of Classical Architecture and Art on whose board I serve. And we just got home yesterday. So I'm a drooling idiot and I'm glad this is a podcast (laughs) and not a video. Yeah. Well, you look good. You look fresh. Actually, this is maybe the the only hour during the day where I'll be good. (laughs) That's actually true. Yeah. This is a great time for me. All right. So I want to talk about your your latest book called... Well, it's actually... It's not, not that latest. It's not late. But it's yeah. from 2013. I, I have to get going because it's creative. It's it's yeah. um, it's good for business. And it's interesting, you know, publishing these days in the world of decorating is so different from when my father was alive. You know, then it was your magnum opus. It was a monograph at the end of your career. And now it's kind of, you know, business as usual. It's just something you got to do. It like, seems I, like it would almost be like a little time capsule of like, like your last in a, five years or yeah sure and then you kind of and it's also a means by which you show people that you're serious and right that you're pretending to be serious is it nice to be able to sort of step back i feel like in writing a book you would need to have sort of a aerial view you know what i mean yeah that's a i know is the answer but that is a lovely way to put it i mean it's, <laughs> is that it's romancing gruesome. it a lot <laughs> no no it's just it's just it's it's hard work but yeah. that is you're you're right it is you have to get a global sense of what you did and why but it um yeah i'm totally stealing that phrase and using it do it (laughs) (laughs) well do you have because each book i feel like has to have a point of view sure right and and your latest one which is not even remotely current but is the latest one (laughs) yeah Yeah, karen um, from 2013 is about the details of decorating the first one was really about your it was more pillars of your sort of decorating which are i have them here Color, contrast, proportion, and balance. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have an idea yet for your next one, what it's going to be? I think it would be nice, and I'm, I'm saying this to you before even really talking to my <laughs> badgering agent. We can give you some thoughts. Agent, <laughs> but I, I was thinking it might be nice to 
to take a moment to talk biographically about how I was raised and where I went. And, um, you know, I've been, as many of my, as all of my compatriots in design have, have been in this very interesting period from, you know, I started working for my father in 1984 as an intern, a summer intern one month a year. And, and to see the go-go 80s and then the restrained 90s and then total mid-century modern aughts and now uh, colors revving back, like that's a really interesting span of time um, that would be fun to to wrestle with. I don't know how I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I think that could be, you know, instead of just, you know, making it, um, you know, all about the the nuts and bolts, right? Making right. it more more story driven. I think people I love that. that. I think people, from from my experience, um, even with the podcast and stuff, people want to know about you and. You know what I mean? Person, like you said, how you were raised, your personal stories, and then the sort of the filter that's given you on all the stuff that's happened. And I think all all the best design is is good for a reason. And I love hearing about the reasons people, you know, like Bunny Williams, who's a huge hero of mine then, now, forever, um, hearing her talk about anything um, paints her work in a different way more rich light true true it's not just beautiful there's a yeah there's, there's a story too it's thoughtful there's, there's a why meaning yeah right those rooms are not accidents okay well i like i liked your point karen about knowing the person behind it so here's my question mm. what do you do in your free time if you're not when you bravo but little bravo. you probably have bravo sleep i am a i read the papers magazines hollywood reporter i mean all kinds of <laughs> random things What's the group that you are a chair of that you went to Ireland with? I What's am a, a, I'm not chair, I'm a board member. Board member, sorry. And I chair serve board. on the board. <laughs> I love chairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you, if I were one, I'd be a Klismos. Um You know I've been asked that question. That oh my gosh. a new question that we ask yeah. everyone. Well, obviously well, someone else like is someone asking. I think you just realized that it's totally you, unoriginal. It's, you yeah. took it from us for taking yeah, a review. Yeah, we're that's fine. Aerial view, took it from you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I serve on the board of the New York School of Interior Design. I serve on the board of the Institute of Classical Architecture and Art. I am the chair of the um, Kips Bay Show House. There you go. See, there's a chair. There's a chair. <laughs> I'm a chairwoman on it. Yeah. Yeah. So the, those aren't, I guess, hobbies, though. They're like free time. Or are they? No, but they're, no, they're definitely not. But they're, they're great. Yeah. They're enriching. Mm-hmm. They're, they're another thing where you can do it and love it and then feel good about having done it mm-hmm. and not just be at home watching Bravo, which is what you'll be doing the minute you're finished. So I'm watching, I love Southern Charm. I love some of the Real Housewives. Some of them stress me out, so I have to watch them not in real time. I have to have the ability to fast forward over them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch cooking shows. I mean, I'm sure you all have watched Chef's Table. Right? Yes, I'm addicted. Okay. Love Padma. So no, that's Top Chef. That's right. Have you seen Chef's oh, Table? Oh, Chef's Table is so beautiful. It's, it's so... my favorite. Now, I don't cook at all, and I watch it, and I feel completely renewed it is so as an artistic made. person. And my Seriously. husband yeah. even loves it. It's beautiful. It's poetry. It's gorgeous. The one with the monk. Oh, Did, have gosh. you seen that the one? one with the monk is yes. Oh. Her cooking, her, like, she's a chef leaf for a monastery in like the middle of Tibet or something. And I mean, it's just mind blowing. So beautiful. 
it is beautiful chef's table. Everybody watch it. And there's a French one too. So reading, watching TV, eating, cuddling my children. You do have three boys, okay. right? No, I don't. Well, unless you're calling my husband a boy. make that up. How many kids for. do you have? I have three, but one of them is a girl. What? What? I have Liar. twin boys. <laughs> twin boys. You're wrong. <laughs> who will be 12 this month, which we will not name because this might not be airing exactly when Right. Uh, yeah, later. <laughs> <laughs> but it still might be this month. No, maybe this month next year. No. Um, and I have a 10-year-old daughter. Okay. Riddle me this, lady. Mm. Um, you have a lot of stuff in your house, right? I do. Right? Well, how do they not break it? Well, yeah. How do you, like, as a family, live with those things and and cherish it but not be crazy? I think with difficulty. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I remember walking into the living room one day and seeing my daughter who has my teamster-like hands, only a small version <laughs> of a little girl, and she was crushing an alabaster uh, Leaning Tower of Fiza in her meaty paws. <laughs> and I, I wanted to rip her head off and stip, stick it down the toilet and flush it and then bury the rest of her body. And then I remembered, she doesn't know. She doesn't know what she's doing. Right. Um, it was just like a toy. And I remember the first time I really yelled at the boys when they were toddlers is when they have a series of books on Thomas Jefferson and they one of them had grabbed the paper cover and ripped it off and then i had to remind myself they're babies pull yourself mm-hmm. together woman <laughs> but um so are you, you like okay don't touchy to touchy and you're like or no, it's usually or it's delivered hard. in a bark uh-huh. but um mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. at the same time i i don't want to be one of those people who doesn't sit in their living room right you know, i grew up messing things up i once my my parents had a pair of 10 foot mirrored screens and I, and I've always been boy crazy, and there was a really cute magician at my fifth birthday, and I was chasing him. Wait, was he I, your age, or he's a grown-up magician? No, he's a grown-up. Okay, okay. And I, and I chased him and bumped into the mirrored screen, and it came down and shattered. And I had bad luck until like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> it was so bad. What did they do? Were they like, that's your gift, ha ha, bye. No, I'm not going to tell you what they did. <laughs> but she learned it was don't the chase the magician yeah no I have not learned that <laughs> I, I still chase the magician that's awesome okay I picture with two twin boys like balls flying yeah in the apartment I think you brought it <laughs> <laughs> so the, this is a PG <laughs> still thinking about my sons like that um, yes, they're athletic folk. How about that? Yeah. Like, that just seems so, I don't know. And Did like you in New d- York, they yeah. don't have a yard. You can't be like, go out in the yard. It's, it's true. It's true. Go no. run in traffic, children. <laughs> <laughs> I knew my kids were city folk when I was go- taking my, my family, my husband and my kids. We were going to my sister's wedding. And Kiki was two. And my husband's Greek, so they, they speak Greek. And at that time, they didn't speak it fluently, but they, they she spoke what, as much English as she spoke Greek. And we passed by an empty parking lot, and she goes, Mama, Mama, parko. <laughs> I was like, oh no, New York child thinks that's a park. <laughs> like, got a blade of grass to be seen, chain link fence, I know, maybe even razor wire. And, and her eyes were wide with delight. Parko, parko. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's sad. Or the time my kids came home and they're like, Mama, we have to move to Staten Island. Everyone has a yard. I was like, you know, that's great, but we're not moving anywhere. But don't There's you a have, park, Central Park. Don't, don't you have it. a house in the Hamptons? No, I don't. My mother does. Okay. My parents have. Because I've have. been there. Well, I but stay like, there. There's got to be grass. my kids that's... have rooms. Um, no. But no, that's not my house. I, I actually met you there. Okay, this is my favorite. Yes, Are I am you... also chair of the Southampton Show House. There you go. So also, anyone has a, a house in the Hamptons, it should be you. I know, no? right? Like, it's like named after you. Out. Just, just name, name the township. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what you said to me when I met you. So does every everyone needs to put their coffee oh down just yeah. in case? No. I loved it. It made my day. Do we have to bleep this? No. Okay. Oh, how unusual. <laughs> I know. So I I don't like people, and I that's a great thing to declare. <laughs> right? I hate all of you. No, I just don't. I don't love going into a situation where I don't know anyone, and it you know. And having to force myself to talk. (laughs) So I make myself do it. It's part of my job sometimes. And so Ballard was a partner in a show house out there. um, And the cocktail party for all of the vendors was the night before the whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was at uh, apparently (laughs) at your parents. Um, That's my favorite thing to do is give my parents' house yeah. away. Place I'm like, oh, you can Hamptons. use my mother's house. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, this will be great. Blah, blah, blah. I can't wait. It's so pretty. But I have to talk to people. I don't know anyone. So, and then, of course, I'm like stressed about what I'm going to wear. It needs to be cute, but it's going to be in the grass. What shall I wear? The shoes, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Overthinking. So we get there and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go talk to the first person I see. So I go up to the bar and um, let me guess. talk to the bartender. Let me guess. It was I'm not there. you. It was not you. So I walk up to this guy. His name happens to be Richard and he is with Circle Lighting. Gail. Yes. Yeah, Gail and Richard. So I'm like, hi, I'm Karen. Blah, blah. He's like, oh, hey, I'm Richard. You know, you know, we're hanging out over here. Come over here and hang out. So I went over him and we sat down and you were sitting right there and so everybody was just sitting yeah, chatting. Yeah, big sitter. Yeah. You had <laughs> by the chair. We know this by the chair. Had yeah, a cocktail. Yeah. Don't have a cocktail. I was all excited, and you're like, "Those are great shoes," but you know that already, don't you? <laughs> oh, weird. Well, I guess I mean. And I was like, so "We happy. lady folk do like our shoes." I was don't so we? happy; it made my night. I'm like, "Alexa, like my shoes, y'all." <laughs> I do love shoes. Mm-hmm. I love them, but I I call them I call them really ambitious shoes sitting shoes. Mm. Mm. These you had know, a like big chunky heel, heels. good for the grass. Big yeah. heel, but chunk. Okay, can I point out something? What? We are 18 floors up. Yeah. And it's still it sounds loud. like there is a ambulance or a are they coming for in you? this building I with am. us. And I I imagine that that is a great thing for a podcast, right? <laughs> Wailing sirens. People in the love it. That's why they do it. Sorry, guys. If anybody, a little, if we could use a little more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> a little more cowbell. Exactly. Okay, the other thing I want to talk about in your book, and then y'all can talk about whatever you want, is... <laughs> Don't pretend like we're the bad eggs. You and I are the bad eggs. I had eggs. a shoe story. Caroline is great. That's true. She does keep us on track. Thank you, Caroline. Thank Karen, you, Caroline. you got anything? No, you, you okay. keep running it. All right, you go. It's all about you. The other thing I love about this book is the back is basically a primer on all kinds of mysteries, decorating mysteries, you know, like where should I hang my drapery? What size rug should I have? Tell me about sofas. I know nothing about them. And it really breaks it all down in a very understandable way. And I appreciate that. I think people. Well, you're welcome. Should get that <laughs> just for that. And I also took Caroline, you should write for our blog because it's all so helpful. 
Well, thank you. And often, I don't know how that happened. I didn't mean to be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but these are all the questions that, you know, we get questions about all the time. Yeah. Are like, wait. Well, I briefly had a column in the Wall Street Journal, which I should have kept going. My, my husband, I could be. I could be anointed the queen of schnabeldoodle and he would not be impressed. But mm. what, writing for the Wall Street Journal, he was like, what? <laughs> You're amazing. Um, but it, the column was called the where to column because I, in a horribly generalistic sexist comment, I said, you know, women don't want to know the how to, which is absurd. We do. But I said, we don't want to know the how to, we want to know the where to. And I really, I shouldn't have made it a generalization. It is I who doesn't want to know how to. I don't want to know how to wire that sconce, but I do want to know where it should go on the wall. Ah. Uh, so, uh-huh. yeah. And it's like things that can make or break a space. Those I little details. I feel it is. And even, um, it's the kind of thing that we all have ingested in some form. We might not be able to articulate it. But when you're looking at me like, what did no, you you're ingest? Right. You're right. But I'm not like, how do we get proper... to Europe? I'm yeah. like, where or in like Europe are we going? beautiful American houses yeah. that we've all seen or just yeah. on Pinterest, whatever. When you see beauty over and over and over, your eye adjusts so that when you walk into it and it's wrong, you might not always be able to put your finger on it, but you know something yeah. is off. You feel mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing that I was struck by when, and we were watching your quintessence video, is... You're... How enormous my ass looked in it. Because <laughs> I actually... too was struck by that. <laughs> I was like, why is the camera behind me? <laughs> First thought. But second second thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have the most beautiful things. Your apartment is fabulous. And you had so many like DIY projects. Oh, like, that's right. You were like, oh, like that's a glue. I did that well, with a glue I, gun. I, it was uselessly. <laughs> the royal we. Yeah, I, at the office all the time, I I'm like, someone. I'll do that. And by I, I mean my colleague here. <laughs> um, yes, but there, well, there are lots of, there are lots of things that you have to puzzle out when you're designing, whether or not you're actually the person holding the glue gun. But rooms just don't make themselves now, do they, Caroline? <laughs> no, they don't. But I, I felt like, okay, that is like, you I take have away. had, yeah, and like that's something anyone can. I beg your pardon. Can, <laughs> yeah. What would you say? Uh-huh. But what did you say, Taryn? You were like, this video makes me step up. My makes name. Alexa's ass look cute. It oh, does. No. <laughs> okay, that was the first thing I said. Yeah. The second, second thing, thing I said was, I was like, I just hate myself because I need to step up my game. My game. Like. I That's look at what you, like when you say like oh just a, you know, again not that anyone can just do yeah but thank you thank you Darren I, we're <laughs> indispensable aren't we I find myself very <laughs> indispensable but yes looking around is good and I know, inspiring do we get on track again and that. helps us up our game and to buy the book because well you know I mean your details answer honestly though people there's Karen, things way to bring it around there's Thanks. things out there beyond I'm um, not paid for this catalogs <laughs> and Pinterest. You know, museums, beautiful home tours, books. Mm. People, go get them. Go look at them. Educate your eye. Get out there. There's, there's always, my father would always say, there's always somebody to see. And sometimes I was like, damn you. I want to book out your eyeball. I don't want to see one more thing today. But you can. You can find some. There's no place for snobbery. You can see beautiful things everywhere. That's true. So now on your trip with your husband, is he as interested in looking at homes as you? 
Nope. Yep. <laughs> I have the same thing. My but husband's like, where's the Irish pub? He didn't. No, no. He was interested and he didn't grow up being dragged hither and thither to museums <laughs> and houses. So this is brand new for him. He has a, like my kids, like the quarter will drop and they'll be like, Meow, and we <laughs> yeah. won't want to see anything else. But he, he was very excited. And well, I mean, we're going to castles and True. great yeah. houses and drinking all day. Day <laughs> well, drinking is rough. Your Instagram's good. People need to get on that because I was following you on there. And it's inspiring to see the things that you're looking at. It's fun. Oh, my gosh. So I, I felt like this trip, which was for an organization um, that I believe in, but it, it was also I felt like it's, it's not work, but it sort of was because it it refilled the coffers. You could write it off. Of inspiration. No, I cannot <laughs> write it off. Damn it. But, but, you know, I left with more grist for the mill. Mm-hmm. There's one question that says, your interior design firm, Markhampton LLC, was originally your father's firm. Does your father's legacy <laughs> add pressure to your work? God, that sounds like that another was actually, podcast. That was Caroline who wrote it. So that was pretty spot on for Caroline. So I think that my father was the greatest of all time and it is somehow uh like a it takes the pressure off it's kind of like can you imagine if you were running albert Hadley? um you know you you're the old your only goal in life is not to run it into the ground right (laughs) but you are never going to reach you know that strata you know there Mm -hmm. are these and i'm so sad about the death of my dear friend mario buata it's like that generation of pioneers is is gone yeah yeah so there's no pressure no pressure for you yeah no well i mean you want to do good work and you don't want to sign anybody's name but i my pressure is you know do well but it's not in in contrast to my father's legacy right okay yeah that makes sense well, that's an amazing. I feel like you could totally go the other way. Yeah, like, you could. You could Good. let it drive you crazy. And yet, <laughs> I'm already crazy. Why would I need to bring that on? Mm. Now, are any of your children interested in interior design or creative? Um, oh yes, event? I have two of them that that are very artistic. One of them who is not only artistic but technically capable. Um, I don't know if I want to turn this into a Von Trapp yeah. family <laughs> singers moment. Yeah, I feel like it was very lucky to to keep the firm going um to try and do it a third time you know i'm cool whatever the kids want to do right um but i i think part of the success of the firm that we have been able to keep it going is that we've been really you know in the midst of all this creativity that is decorating we have been very Mm business-like you know making it a business that's i think a huge trap that some people in design are, are told by everybody else, you know, this, you're not supposed to understand numbers. You're a creative. You don't have to know business stuff, but you really do. Cause that's yeah. the, yeah. that's the difference between sinking or swimming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of, of the people that we've talked to are like, it's about 20% design and 80% of business. What would you say? 20? Yeah. Yeah. Did you learn all the business side working with your father or was that something you actually learned in school? Like, oh, gosh, no. I studied literature and history at Brown, and then I went to the um, New York Institute of Fine Arts and studied, you know, 1400, 1400s mm-hmm. Florentine architecture. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would say I learned some of it by doing, you know, how to do a purchase order and that kind of stuff. 
But my father, who grew up on a farm in Indiana, his father was a farmer and an undertaker and were Quaker. You know, I'm, I was Quaker until I married my Greek Orthodox husband, which required I get baptized into that religion. You know, talking about money with your daughter was just so not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, that was a rude awakening. He was diagnosed with uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in February of 98. No, yeah, 98, and died July. Wow. So that was a four-month affair. Yeah. And so we hadn't discussed a lot of things. So that was a bummer. But then on the other hand, um, I didn't, you know, I could look at the way the business was run and make make decisions um, based on what I thought things should be. For example, my father didn't, um, charge a fee before he would start a project. He would do the presentation, and then if they liked it, mm-hmm. he would do yeah. a fee. Like that's it's just hours crazy. of work. That's yeah. a lot of work yeah. that you're not. <clears throat> and I think if you're an incredible person like my father with his reputation, like maybe that was the way it was done. Clearly, and mm-hmm. he knew that he was likely to get the job, but you know that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I found it interesting in the years from 98 to now, in the 20 ensuing years, that when I first started working, the markup was huge and the fees were here or there. Mm-hmm. And and since the economic crash in, in 08, it's really everybody is concerned about how to get the thing less expensively, mm-hmm. which allows you then, so in, in the disposition of how you make your money the the fee has to and has been able to grow where the markup is more scrutinized ah mm-hmm. so like i can get that on the internet for exactly two thousand so, dollars so mm-hmm. so you can participate in that conversation with your client and just say fine we'll we'll make a you know whatever the the markup is is this but you can understand that the fee is going to be bigger and that's what it, what your talent has earned you yeah mm-hmm I asked one of my um, interior designer girlfriends what she would ask you, and she would, you know, she's probably about five years into her business, and she was talking about a delicate line between do you sort of establish your style and kind of have a style that you're known for, or do you really adjust what you're doing so that each client's home is different? The latter. The latter. The latter. And I know, and this is something my father talked about, and, uh, and both publicly and privately about, you know, it's very clever in some cases to have a trademark look. Mm-hmm. And then people, you know, tear out that picture in a magazine, and they come to you and they say, I want this, make this for me. But um, but he wasn't interested in that because he, he you know, this his work reflected his interests. Mm-hmm. And doing the same thing over and over would be boring. And I agree and would add that um, given that the client is your boss, you have to, you want your house to look like their taste, which goes mm-hmm. back to your question, Karen, when you said, you know, your work is traditional, sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about my, my apartment, yes, but my work has to totally hinge upon my client's desires and hopes for themselves, not to mention what they already own that they need to incorporate in the interiors. And, and for me to keep doing this and have fun, there has to be some movement. Though, having said all of that, I'm sure somebody could look at my work and say, no, she's got this tick, that habit. Oh, that's so Alexa. <laughs> she does that. She does it all the time. Um, 
but I don't like to make things different just for the sake of making things different. Right. Because then that's arbitrary. Right. If you know a sconce is really good and really useful, go ahead and use it. Right. Don't, don't take it out just just because. Right. But for a fabric, I will try to retire a fabric. If I've just used it a lot in an, in one project, it feels almost like a cheapness uh-huh. to present it again. I just had Did a I just and then bore I, you into no, silence? No, I had Dad, a question Caroline and then I got snoozed. Then I was yeah. <laughs> Wake up, Caroline. Small break. No, I this is a work of like a muffin. Are you having a little sugar moment? <laughs> you know, the look on your face is just like my husband's when I talk to him. It's like uh, no, uh, I was wah, 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 wah. Wah. I have a question. I have a question. Oh, did you think of it, Caroline? No, no, you go. Okay. You go. I'm Were you allowed, with having such a um, father with such a, a strong opinion about interiors, were you allowed to decorate your own bedroom as a child? I was, but clearly he was guiding me the whole time. Okay. Did you so know that? Did, did you know he was guiding you? Or were you like, I'm in charge, but he only showed you good stuff? I don't know if I had these great ego-driven moments where I fell to my knees and was like, I am the boss. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. When I was 13, he let me have a black room. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it didn't end up ugly is clearly thanks to him. Was it matte? <laughs> Goodness, no, woman. So it was um, like a black lacquer bedroom? No, uh, it was Seychelles. Oh, okay. Um, and then I had a, a dusty rose bedroom at Ooh. 15. Doesn't that sound hideous? Um, Mauve? <laughs> you know that really is maybe my most hated the worst word color. and color <laughs> yeah yeah move okay i remember my question oh okay go what is more fun to you having a client who just says i love your style just do whatever you want nobody or a that. challenge nobody, nobody says, says that Interesting. okay so this is a theoretical question oh, you're paying somebody to do whatever you want this is a That's theoretical not. question in my mind if i was rich enough i would but uh, you're right i wouldn't you no. really would no, but it'd be fun. It'd be fun. That's soulless. That's how I feel. Nice restaurants when the menu's amazing. I'm like, do what you will. Bring me whatever. Yeah, like, but that's 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 so one night measured in scope. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you could always go home and throw up, and that's that. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not changing that room on yeah. a dime. Valuable. Fair enough. Good, so do yeah. you? So do you love having a client that likes something totally different than what you've done before that you get to kind of. I mean, totally different. Like, oh, Alexa, do a room that looks like the Jetsons live in it. That would be, well, actually, that could be fun. But I like people, and I think people who do this job like people. So I definitely like to talk to my clients and at the end have made them happy. So I want their participation. I don't like it to be hard for the sake of being hard. Plus it's I not think, like I'm like, looking up three things and showing them the worst thing first. <laughs> you know, like I'm always trying to show my best. Plus, if you wanted a Jetsons living room, you're probably, you're probably not the go-to <laughs> decorator <laughs> for that. Indeed. Mm-hmm. There might be someone yeah. else. Oh, correct. And that's what I say when people want extremely um, contemporary rooms for me. I'm like, no, 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 I'm the best person for this. Yeah. <laughs> do you do it in that voice too? When I do. Like, I say Hello. I don't know if I can do this for you. <laughs> and they usually back out of the room. Um, and then and I never see them again. Can I give you a great question, Caroline? Yes, yes, and, please. And I'll answer it at the same time. Perfect. Um, I it, The question is, what's the craziest thing you've ever asked a client? I, you know, obviously I like a good chuckle. And 
at least obviously to me. And I once <laughs> went to an interview and I had to fly to this interview and we spent the whole day doing stuff with the client saying, um, the potential client saying, you know, what would you do for this room? Giving me a pencil and me having to draw right then and there. Wow. We went to their house and looked at their stuff. So, you know, really hours passed. And then I had to drive to the airport and fly home. And right before I left, they said, well, do you have any questions for us? Uh, and obviously we've been talking this whole time. So I had whatever I needed to know, I had, I had gotten in. But I said, uh, are you on medication and do you ever forget to take it? And I did not get that job. <laughs> but I think it's really funny. Oh, it's a really funny comment. But I, I exhort all of you listening to this, don't, don't use it. Don't use it. Don't use slightly it. off. Didn't work for me. Oh, yeah, that's hysterical. Uh-huh. That you weren't going to be a fit anyway then, really, right? I, well, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, well, what? I was like, wow, well, I really got to really hide my crazy better in the interview <laughs> process. Well, because the answer was clearly yes. <laughs> and nobody wants to admit that. <laughs> All right, so should we answer yes. a dilemma from one of our yes, listeners? Oh, we can try. We're going to try. All right. I think you should do it in the your photos, Kermit voice. Okay. Here's photos you can look at. Um, what is that comment. like? What? Okay, that sounds like, is it Kermit? Kermit. Kind of. Yeah. All right, let me so read while you while Kermit voice. Oh, okay. I, I didn't <laughs> hear this that is part. from Haley, and she writes a lot. Hold on. Okay. She writes a lot. It's long. I have to make sure. Okay. Good, I oh, talk a lot. Background. Okay. Perfect. So, the background. In early 2016, we did almost a complete renovation of a 1999 builder grade fixer that is in a fantastic location. All that means that I did not have a spare 10000 plus to spend on new furniture. So, most of what I you I hear see- you, sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's <clears> truth. <throat> what you see in these photos is left over from our old house and what was purchased on cheap to fill a space. Although it is not obvious for this room, my ideal style is a mix of modern and traditional pieces with an emphasis on comfort for seating. I would also like more lighting sources, but we mm-hmm. don't have many outlets and life with a crawling baby and dogs means that I cannot have cords sneaking from the wall and under the rug right now. Well, there goes my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Her dilemma. Our downstairs living room is fairly small um, and at the moment and does not have enough seating if we have any family or friends over. The brown chair is a relic from my first apartment and was meant to be temporary, but it's been two years and I have not yet found anything sufficient comfortable and narrow enough to fit. I initially resisted an L-shaped sectional because I did not want the view from the front door to be the back of, of a sofa, but it would definitely help solve the seating issue. And maybe with a console table, it would be okay. My two sons are four and one year, or one, so in coming years, we are going to run out of room for our sofa. Where do on, I, on our sofa, not for on, us. Oh, that's true. How dare you, Taryn. <laughs> they want to they all cuddle on the sofa. <clears throat> Truth. Okay. Um, so where does she start? And what would you buy first if you were starting from scratch and wanted to seat six people comfortably? All right. Oh, that's so many, so many answers. Mm-hmm. All of them hypocritical. And no. Um, <laughs> first, it's a large open room. Like it's sort of like a living room and a kitchen, and the front door is right there too. I really am just sticking on that. No, no. Um, right, you got it. Mm-hmm. I okay. Lots of thoughts. Sectional, not a bad idea at all. I'm sure she could do a sectional with it turning so that you are looking to the back of the sectional, but it could still look beautiful if she did a sofa table up to mm-hmm. that back mm-hmm. that faces the front door. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know how to fix her lighting. 
Oh, yes, I do. Um, she either needs to get sconces, um, pending budget, permitting you to chop in and put the sconces in. Um, because her fireplace is brick. Nobody is going to understand this on the podcast without. They'll have to look at the, the images. Okay. Will be. <clears throat> she has okay. a brick. She has okay. a brick fireplace. You. She's not going to be able to put the sconces there unless she trains the cords down, which is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So she's got to put the sconces and or picture lights on her television wall. Um, sconce light is great. I also like the fact that it's at that middle height. I find chandeliers and overhead lights ghoulish mm-hmm. you know i know i do not look good with they give me bad light, shadows look, on I your look, face yeah i try to have my husband wear a hood at all times <laughs> so I'm, I'm all, yeah like don't look at me at all um so i think she should have sconces i i like her gallery wall if if um if she ever wanted to she could have a series of picture lights in a row um above all of those pictures oh that's a fun idea so instead of attaching them to a single picture, just light the wall. Use it as a wall wash. So one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And then you can move all the pictures around gallery-like below. Pretty. That'd be um, so pretty in the evenings, too. Like yeah, a little cocktail party lights. or something. But they're not the greatest. It's ambient light. It's not great reading light. So she's really looking for reading light. She should do sconces. If she wants to do both, they should be switched separately. So what do you mean by that? Um, that switch, you could turn switches. the sconces off on one switch, and then you could turn the picture lights off Literally on another switch. switch. Yeah. Yeah. When your electrician comes, tell him that. I think if she prefers a more transitional space, the first thing that I would do um, when I had the money um, were I she, so that might not actually be the first thing she would do, is to put a different mantle on that is more traditional. I think that would get like a huge bang for your buck. So, um, you know, as I'm looking at this, that is a brick chimney breast. Usually there are, you know, in a perfect world, I would put a wood mantle around that was, mm. you know, like strict lined, but you have fire codes. So if it's a wood mantle, it has to be a certain distance from the fireplace opening. Mm-hmm. So I say that not knowing if that's accomplishable. Um, a stone mantle would probably be the thing because you know it's it's not flammable but that could totally whack out the price mm-hmm. which is you know nobody likes that but what that would be an easy way to change the the you, you know just to put in that much more traditional in this room mm-hmm. not that this room is like super mod it's it's a nice it, it's nicely um what is the word a good when mix you're straddling two different transitional two different looks yeah what do you think about painting the brick fireplace? I like painted brick, but you know, you can't ever go back. True. So once you do that, it is done. So that scares me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I see two dog beds flanking the piece of furniture that is supporting the television. Mm-hmm. I would, and this might sound cruel, but I would move those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would put two slipper chairs there and those could be pulled forward and pressed into service when you have more people there. Yeah. Um, while I do think a sectional is good, I find that women love sofas and men love chairs. So by getting rid of that chair, um, you know, that's that could be dinging the husband, though I think we've established how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think two slipper chairs and then the sectional and then that, that bench that she has that's serving as a coffee table ottoman is good. 
Um, I can't perfectly tell, but if she had enough space around that that um, her mantle, she could put another bench there or a fender bender. A fender bender. I'm on a fender bender. Uh, <laughs> I no, do like love those little. Stool. Yeah, those things ah. are so helpful in a tiny space. What is it? Those a little fender. fenders, and you can sit on them too. They, they, Go like that. Mm-hmm. There are U-shaped. Yes. cars. <laughs> it's like a church. It's a train wreck. <laughs> um, I think occasional chairs anywhere are great for, for pulling up. Yeah, lots more chairs. Because she can have a chair down by the fireplace that swivels or turns or pulls up. or We think. We don't know those dimensions. That's mm-hmm. true. And they might use that as an egress to the dining area, but I can't quite tell either. Don't be using words like egress. Okay. They might walk, through, they might walk around there into the day. There we I, go. I Thank really you. like how she's hung her paintings. Um, I I never like it when the tops or the bottoms line up. I like it when they share the middle. That's in your book. It is in my book. It's a detail. Well, um, you kind of spoke um, in one of the videos I watched. I think it was Martha Stewart that you were saying, you were talking about your bedside tables at the time. It was... Anyway, you had art that was kind of you. Yeah, you yeah, done yeah. the gallery-ish in yep. a circle, kind of ish shape-ish, because your architecture was so rigid, and you were like, "This is a great way to get." Yeah, I'd broken up the grid. It yes. was not a circle, though. Let the uh, record show it's not a circle. <laughs> that sounds ugly. But yeah, yeah. she's right. God, you guys I am really wrong. did your homework. My God, we. we, we I know you're professionals. We tried. A I'm little. like, wow, this is amazing. This, these women are on it. We know her name. We know your address. <laughs> I See you for cocktails. Um, I think. I think if, yeah. um, barring architectural differences like like uh, addressing the mantle um, to make it more traditional, are concerned. Um, I think textiles might be you know some good traditional textiles in here as pillows or as a throw could also add more more tradition she um i mean if, if that's a big thing yeah what what is I just it's a very good looking room mm-hmm. what do you consider traditional textiles um damasks stripes floral cool. um right now it's it's that geometric which is which is great and transitional but if she's looking to add a little more of that especially if she's going to do a sectional that mm-hmm. is a more modern upholstery form yeah. so to add in a, some traditional textiles might be a nice addition she could add a second lamp on that console like the, do y'all see this like way back in this corner there's a console with a lamp on it anywho it's it's like oh, on the kitchen wall uh-huh um uh-huh yep she could have a pair just yeah add i mean even just she could also put sconces there yeah, with but, cord covers so she yeah. wouldn't have to chop like if you go to you know you're talking about gale singer um circa lighting and get get um swing arm lamps mm-hmm. with a cord cover yeah um then you wouldn't have to do major major yeah. construction and then if she did a longer console with the television on it she could put a lamp down on yeah but she's got to have those chairs she's got to have room for the chairs yeah, yeah. more yeah. than she chairs, needs and more lamps and, and she's probably not going to put her lamps on when the tv's on which if she's True. anything like me is going to be a large portion of the day <laughs> kermit again <laughs> Man, what do you guys with babies think about cords? They're dangerous, for sure. Yeah. You've got to be very careful, and she is being careful, and she's correct. All right, fine. Yeah. No, it's for real. I Yeah, because you'd like to say don't touch them, but there's many a time where that's not like that. Right, you're not nothing. there. You can't. You're yeah. not watching oh, yeah. every second. Yeah. You also cannot put a crib up against the window. 
if you've got any kind of, of the blinds. cord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. They play with all cords. And eat them. Anything they can play with. Mm-hmm. All right. Good to know. Okay. There's a meeting next door. There sure is. They're loud, aren't they? <laughs> it was about they? cosmetics. So if we go over then let's listen. <laughs> I know. I was hoping for samples, but they said it's not that kind of meeting. Well, yeah. What kind of a beauty meeting is it without samples? Exactly. Jeez. An ugly one. Also, <laughs> okay. So there were far too many men in there too. So. Yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alexa, would you please tell everyone, Does do you find that the new Alexa... Um... Ugh, it's ruined my life. <laughs> yeah. Everyone Alexa, is like, Alexa, turn your turn volume down. Yeah. Oh, everyone has always said that to me. But um, yeah, well, now nobody... We, we're generally both, my husband and I, from families that use family names for their kids. So obviously, that's over. <laughs> They're going to have to come up with a new girl's name. Mm-hmm. Do you have one at your house? Because it would not. turn on my all the My house has enough time. Alexa... <laughs> Yeah, we don't need one. No, but there's no Alexa needed. I will sometimes give um, someone I'm working for an Alexa when I'm finished, just so that they can still have a little little Alexa in the house. That's I love cute. that. That's yes. adorable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alexa, tell everyone where they can find you. <laughs> where can you find me? Right here. Um, you can find me uh, at alexahampton.com, markhampton.com. Um, do the same thing. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, and I think it's alexahamptoninc.com. And you, I don't know, what kind That's of... That's good. That's should I give them my address? Yes, you have My social security is... <laughs> okay, we were, someone was on the on the show, and they gave out their phone number. Oh, no. And said, call the office. They did. Well, and no, I'll I mean, answer questions. Obviously. Well, not their personal phone number. Yeah. Oh, what's that sweet English girl with the loft oh, downtown? Katie. Katie Lydon, yes. Mm-hmm. Katie Who worked Lydon. for me. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, maybe she gave out your phone number. <laughs> I love Katie Lyon. If you have She's questions, wonderful. don't call me. She literally call was like, her. I love to help people. Call me anytime. She's amazing. She's amazing. It was really sweet. It was awesome. So you're not that She's nice. Amazing. That's okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. Don't do that. Don't leave a review. A good I know review. Where, yeah, only leave a positive one. Only good ones. <laughs> only good ones. Artistic people's egos are so fragile. They are for Gile. <laughs> also, subscribe to the show. We would love that. The podcast downloads straight to your phone. Super easy. Please send your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net and follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And until next time, happy, happy decorating. decorating.